Hello, everyone. I'm Al Daldegan, creator and producer of the Leaders, Innovators, and Big Ideas podcast, supported by Rainforest Alberta. This podcast showcases the people who are working to improve Alberta's innovation ecosystem. Val McCarty is in the business of helping organizations visualize, communicate, and execute strategy in real time. Her studies were acquired at both University of Alberta and Grant McEwen University and encompassed management, education, and human services with an aim to continue learning. Her previous experience includes the financial sector, fitness sector, and early childhood education. When Val is not at work, you can find her outside with her grandkids or looking forward to the next live jam. And now I will pass the mic to Val for her chat with Tara Langan and their conversation about the powers behind autism and the value of neurodiversity. Take it away, Val. Okay, so welcome to another episode of the Rainforest Podcast. I'm Val McCarty as your host. And today my guest is Tara Langan from Autism Cantech at Norquest College here in Edmonton, Alberta. And Tara specializes in bringing the connection between employers that need help with data, digital asset management to students who are trained to help. And who wouldn't like some help with data and digital asset management? (laughs) Hello, Tara. Welcome. Hi, Val. Thanks so much for having me. So tell our listeners a little bit about your beginnings. This is, this is the whole know, like, and trust area of the podcast that I like to do. People like to know a little bit more about you and uh, why you're doing what you're doing. So tell us about Tara Langan. Yeah, thank you. So my background is human resources. I've spent about over 10 years supporting public sector. I've worked for the city of Edmonton, the province of Alberta, TB Financial, and now recently Norquest College. So background is quite diverse. And, you know, when you're in HR, you see all sorts of diversity and inclusion strategies. I've supported leaders within organizations and developing them. And I've certainly spent my, my fair share doing talent acquisition, trying to find the right talent. And I know that that can be a challenge in industry, both for tech startups, other organizations. The work that we're doing now over at Autism Cantech at Norquest College really supports organizations identifying that talent comes in all different shapes and packages, different backgrounds, right? Whether it be, you know, specific talents that you have or a different backgrounds, or maybe, maybe even a global perspective. I know here we've got students from all over the world, all over the globe. So I've made this change because I'm very passionate about inclusion and I'm very passionate about really making sure that industry understands the value and the skill set of some of these individuals specific to neurodiversity. Wonderful, wonderful. So you have this passion, obviously, and what a wonderful way to execute something that you really feel passionate about in your job. Um, did you always know you would be an advocate for inclusion? Yeah, yeah. Thanks. Thanks for asking that. You know, I've, I've done my fair share of, you know, strength inventories throughout my experience as a practicing coach and inclusion actually happens to be one of my top strengths and values. So this really is, is the perfect role that's very much in alignment. And, you know, I've had a chance to, to see some of the students in action as well, which really reinforces just 
the power of their skill set and also hearing from folks in the industry the benefits of their skill set as well and, and what they report back. And often it's a, a shift in mindset, which is usually what I love. I love inspiring. Yeah, wonderful. So Autism Can Tech, so our, for our listeners, it's just autism, C-A-N-T-E-C-H dot C-A, autismcantech.ca, very informative and user-friendly site. I went on it last night and you can contact people there. There's a phone number, 833-403-9919. And there's also an email of contact at autismcantech.ca. So for our listeners who are interested, please go to autismcantech.ca and check it out. Um, It's amazing the information that they have in there. And it's almost a uh, paradigm shift to realize that people with autism, my grandchildren all have autism, so I don't mean anything bad with that, but advocating for inclusion is is such a, a wonderful thing to do. They are so able and willing. So maybe tell our listeners a little bit about the skill set of the individuals that you help and and pair up with employers. So first and foremost, I I think I want to acknowledge that when we hear the word autism or when we hear the word neurodiversity, for most of us, we don't actually understand what what that is. You know, so common, common language that I hear when I'm out chatting with folks is I've seen Rain Man. I've watched the show Atypical on Netflix. We all have our lived experience, maybe through observation of a cousin, a friend, a family member of what that is. But the truth is, it is a a spectrum. So when we think about the skill set that these folks can offer, it really does vary from someone needing an aid at the workplace to someone working very independently and, and loving that independence. So the students that actually enroll in our program are ages 18 to 30 with a strong desire to work in tech. They they could be your students that are breaking apart their computers in their family's basement and putting it together again. They could be the individual that has built their parents a powerhouse of a budget spreadsheet. They might love gaming. Heck, they may have even created their own games. So there's a lot of creative competencies when it comes to these, these individuals as well. The prerequisite for our course is that you're age 18 to 30 with that desire in technology. And the students are learning everything from data asset management to data organization, data analytics. They're learning to to take data within an organization, whether it be raw data or maybe there's a system update and they can do data modeling, data visualization, which you can appreciate. Every organization, whether you're a tech startup, small business or large organization is usually needing to do research, you know, maybe you're applying for funding and you need some of that, like the business, like rigor around like what some of that data means. So the students really are helping employers tell stories with their data. Recently, we've had a cohort of students go through what's called digital asset management. And right now they're helping employers organize those shared drives. So since the pandemic, I know you can appreciate this, Val, everybody is working remotely from home. Nobody is saving anything conventionally. We often hear like, where is that file? Where is that media file? It's in the cloud. It's over here. It's on my desktop. And, and this person isn't, isn't, isn't there right now. What do we do? So the students are actually trained to come into organizations and help build that digital central repository. So if it's data related, our students definitely, they're, they're hungry to actually get some experience in this realm and 
often from a skill set perspective, when I'm talking to HR or let's say creative individuals in the marketing marketing industry, you know, the detailed, monotonous routine of saving something with a, an ongoing naming convention, getting it organized isn't necessarily the skill set of some folks. They'd rather turn their head to something that they enjoy from a strength perspective. Maybe it's relational. And these students thrive doing this type of work, routine work, data-related work. It helps them build their confidence. It helps them feel accomplished. Like we, we all have those moments where we're like, ooh, that's clean and organized. We all know how that feels. And that really is the skill set of, of all of these individuals. I'm really liking what I'm hearing. So in, in terms from an HR perspective, um, there's the soft skills and and the, the, the technical skills. So on the soft skills, I'm, soft skills <laughs> I'm hearing adjectives like hungry, rigor, detail-oriented, devotion, stick to task. Isn't that something that we all want in every employee, let alone, you know, in our neurotypical employees? And so when you get those, those aren't something you can train. That's something that person has from within. So to be able to match that grit and hunger and devotion and detail to detail-oriented person, wow, what a, what a resource, what a fantastic resource. And then they come able to know enough about the the tech side of it that they can really do some awesome work. What are you seeing in the industry when when people are matched together? Any testimonials you can share? Yeah, absolutely. I'm I'm happy to share first and foremost that these students are getting hired. That that in itself is, you know, probably the biggest accomplishment of our of our project. We we do set out and we look for partners that can host a two-month work experience to get some of that project support. Because it's federally funded, it's it's no cost for the participants to to participate. But we are looking for that leader or that startup that has the mindset of I want to be an inclusive employer. I want to be maybe a little uncomfortable, you know, the the type of individual that's like, I don't know a whole lot about the qualities of autism, but I want to learn because what our program also offers is free training to support that development, you know, to support folks in industry understanding what is autism, what are the capabilities, how do we set you up for success as you host a student. In terms of testimonials, we hear it time and time again from our partners in private, public, again, not-for-profit. It's always, wow, my mindset has changed over what someone with autism can do, 100%. Yes, and sometimes it is getting past, and, and this is where, you know, from an HR perspective, I will weigh in that when we think of autism, we often immediately associate it with disability. And when we associate it with disability, we associate it with weakness. And when we associate it with weakness, we associate it then with work. So there is going to be a, you know, a fair share of sort of preconceived ideas and notions out there that how much handholding am I going to have to do with this individual? You know, how much work is this going to be? And like, are they going to, you know, require like 10 times more time than someone who isn't, you know, neuro neurotypical on my work site. And the truth is, we tell every leader that signs up with our program, you're going to orientate them the same way. You're going to communicate with them the same way. You're going to touch base. You're going to ask them, how often do you want to meet? You know, what does, what does a good orientation look like for you? 
And more often than not, our students are very independent. They're actually trained to support organizations remotely from home. So they might not even have to physically be at your work site to be successful. And we often find that through our research on the project that culturally their team engagement has also changed. And we also have leaders sort of speaking into the microphone at the end of their work experience going, I think I'm neurodivergent and I think some of my team is. And then I think I need some further support. So we also are offering inclusion and access training and coaching and industry right now for all those startups that are you know, they're scaling up fast and furious, but they're starting to think about their people plan. They're starting to think about, you know, how could this talent serve me well? And what type of supports do I need to be able to recognize it maybe in the workplace? And how do I foster that that team environment that I want that is inclusive? We actually have supports on our side and consultants that can do that. They can offer workshops to employers and they can offer some of that consultation. That's absolutely wonderful. Support is a big factor in someone who is making that paradigm shift into, can I use some people who are not neurotypical, correct? And and that's wonderful. So there's the support for the individual coming in, and then there's the support for the in- employer in skill sets and everything else that they can use no matter where they are for for this. That's fantastic. So I know I've mentioned autismcantech.ca is the website, and I mentioned a phone number. What suggestions would you have for any tech startup or organization interested in learning more? Yeah, thanks for that. And, you know, thanks for having me here. We're certainly starting to get out there with a lot of, you know, tech coalitions through Alberta and actually, to be honest, across the country right now. If you are a tech startup that has data of any kind, and this could be your stakeholders, this could be your software, this could be members or prospective business development that you're going after, please know that that is your marker for, hmm, maybe I should get some help. Okay. Folks like me that have an HR background can certainly confirm for you whether you have the type of work experience that's going to be suitable for a student. But my advice is to reach out. Additionally, chances are when you take a step back and think to yourself, do I know anyone on the spectrum in my own personal network? You're likely to say yes. And if that's the case, Make sure that you have our program front of mind. It is, again, federally funded, a great opportunity for skill development for any of these individuals, 18 to 30, that have that high-tech competency and actually want to develop their skill set for the tech industry. So we are always looking for participants to enter the program, and we're also looking for employer partners, organizations that, again, want to step up and say, Yes, we're excited to see your skill set. We're excited to get some help. God knows, I'm, I'm sure everybody on this call can appreciate they're probably running very lean, very lean, doing the best we can with, with so little. So this is an excellent, you know, talent acquisition strategy for you as well to get some great support. And lastly, I would say for anybody in HR that might be listening, that's trying to support their organization with diversity and inclusion efforts or strategies, this is a tangible way to actually live, breathe diversity and inclusion, you know, at, at a very low risk. And we are familiar with folks that are coming to us going, I like it. This sounds great. 
but I, I'm a little nervous because I don't know how to manage somebody who is neurodiverse. And that's actually who we want to be engaging with, because that's the only way we're going to kind of change, change mindsets is through that lived experience. Well, that's wonderful. So again, I'm hearing a talent acquisition at low risk. So not only are there supports, but there's monetary supports, as you were mentioning, grants. So you get a, a wonderful person who's 18 to 30 years old with a, a devoted, <laughs> hungry, with rigor, grit, <laughs> and a detail-oriented. Yes, it's talent acquisition at low risk. I would just say jump at the opportunity. So for any kind of entrepreneurs or businesses that are listening to us now, are there any industries that are a good fit? I guess almost all of them because almost everybody has data. Yeah, it's so true, Val. Every organization has data of some component, some shape or form. Right now, we're definitely interested in chatting with anybody that needs social media help. We know that you're out there marketing and you're building your engagement plans. And often we're doing that online, right? It's, it's 2022. And basically, these students can help you schedule your social media postings. We've got a fantastic cohort of students here in Edmonton that can work remotely all throughout Alberta to support anybody that's looking for that data cleanup. So that could be, again, getting organized with your shared drive, making sure that your staff know where to find stuff in, in the new year here, making sure that you have a streamlined approach to all of your media assets, whether it be documents that you have to keep on file for compliance purposes. And we have partnerships with Everything from, you know, Blue Cross to ATB, if there's a record of any kind that needs to be housed, we definitely want to, to hear from you. Wonderful. So it's almost across industry, which is great. And there are so many remote workers right now. It fits, it fits with that too. Um, one of the, the values that have, has come out of this whole pandemic time is uh, people are now working remotely and staying working remotely myself included, absolutely love it, right? So that's fantastic. Let's talk a little bit about, because this is a rainforest podcast, let's talk a little bit about how this is an added value to the rainforest ecosystem. My observation is that um, the amount of tech startups that I've had a chance to chat with really are struggling. It's not uncommon language for me to hear I'm scaling up fast. I'm scaling up fast. You know, there's I think the ecosystem in itself has to be very supportive of each other and there needs to be awareness of programs like this that are out there from a strategy perspective for startups to present to their communities that they are inclusive. I think that that's, that's one benefit. Absolutely. I think when we talk about diversity and inclusion for some of us, the language even gets lost when sometimes we can just boil it down to valuing the skill set of others. For tech startups specifically, I want you to know that there are tech startups out there that are hiring nothing but neurodiverse individuals. This is a game changer in industry. There are leading employers out there that are saying, you know what? We recognize the value of this skill set fast and furiously, and we are employing nothing but for the most part. You know, I've heard from employers that have said, I sent them a computer. They have figured out the rest. <laughs> Isn't that great? Isn't that great? Talent acquisition at low risk monetarily and at low risk culturally, team building. It's it's everything. It's it's all those wonderful soft skills 
That is absolutely fantastic. So yes, in the rainforest ecosystem, I know that the rainforest is a fantastic community. If this is your first rainforest podcast that you're listening to, go to Rainforest Alberta, and they actually have a social contract that you can sign that basically says that you you abide by the, the social rules that they have set up, which is, you know, everyone, of course, playing together well in the sandbox, so to speak. But fantastic. So yeah, there are a lot of startups in the rainforest ecosystem that could use wonderful, bright, intelligent, detail-oriented people that, that just want to work. That's the interesting thing. Eh? They want to work. They want to feel that need of being um, desired in terms of they have a job. Do you know what I mean? And on that note, actually, Val, because I've been reading a lot about quiet quitting, which is sort of this, you know, common common language now for describing folks that are, you're at work, you're present at work, but you're kind of checked out. You're not really going that extra mile. And this is something that is definitely becoming more and more like mainstream since, you know, the great resignation and the pandemic and people starting to think about, am I doing the type of work that I value? And, and is my lifestyle conducive to the type of work? You know, we used to call it presenteeism. You're at work, but you're you're not really 100% putting in the full effort. And I think for these individuals, we have to remember that this could be their first job, it could be their second or third job, but are they absolutely committed to working for these organizations with precision and accuracy? Do they want to spot patterns and trends for you? Do they are is are they bringing a mindset different from someone who is not you know diverse? Absolutely, which only enhances your ability to function as as a small business because there's that broader perspective. So, yes, give give the program a chance for sure. So, just in in to, to wrap up here, we'd like to thank our uh, listeners for listening to another Rainforest podcast. And I'm just going to go over the, the, the information again to contact. So if you'd like to email someone, contact at autismcantech.ca. The phone number that was on the site, 833-403-9919 and autismcantech.ca. Any other information you would like to add, Tara? Yeah, follow us on our socials. We do have Autism Cantech on Facebook right now, on LinkedIn. Lots of really good activity on LinkedIn, just sharing about employer testimonials, our upcoming lunch and learns. If anybody is interested in learning more, you can find me there as well, Tara Langen on LinkedIn. I'm happy to, to chat with you any at any time about your needs and about how the program might be of benefit to you. Wonderful, wonderful. Well, again, it's been a pleasure, pleasure, pleasure. And I feel like I, I want to reach out again in a month or two after this cohort as, is finished. And I'd love to know where they're all placed. How many people are in the cohort? Currently, there's 25. 25. Okay. Snatch them up, folks. Snatch them up. <laughs> wonderful. Yeah, there's 25. And there's, they're, you know, they are all very, very excited. They're actually currently working on their YouTube videos to present to the employers as their first initial hello before you do meet and greets. And they're they're a powerhouse of, of talent. They're very excited and they they can't wait to to apply their skills. Oh, that's fantastic. That's fantastic. So as as I would love to keep talking, but yeah, we wanna we have to sort of say say goodbye. But thank you, Tara. Thank you so much for having this conversation with me. Thanks for having me, Bella, and thank you for everybody who's listened in today. If you haven't already, visit rainforestab.ca and sign the rainforest social contract. 
become part of the inclusive, silo-busting, sector-agnostic, all-industry, open-sourced, ego-shrinking, ecosystem-building, entrepreneur-focused, wide-open, social barrier-smashing community known as Rainforest Alberta. This episode was brought to you by New Idea Machine. We build great custom software while bridging the gap between education and experience. New Idea Machine makes your ideas real. Visit newideamachine.com for more info. Music for the show was created by Tony Deldegan. Please be sure to share this episode with everyone you know. Also, don't forget to come by and say hi at the next Rainforest event. Let us know what you think of this podcast. If you're interested in being either a host, sponsor, or a guest of the show, send me an email at rainforestpodcast at gmail.com. Thanks for listening.